I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that I would have had a long career like I've had. So I was thinking, okay, I'm just gonna get my head down, my butt up, and I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna work. Welcome to Ladies First with Laura Brown. I'm Laura Brown, editor in chief of InStyle Magazine, and each week I'm talking to a legendary lady about what she does, how she does it, and what we can learn from her. Miranda Kerr, Aussie supermodel, beauty entrepreneur, also a little bit like my baby sister. Here she goes. Hey. Hey. Guess what? Miranda Kerr. What? That's you. That's me. Welcome to Ladies First. Thanks for having Welcome me. Welcome to Ladies First. I'm so glad I'm finally on your program. I've been wondering when it was my turn. You know, I just had to, I had to get it right. I had to get it top notch. Yes, you had to just fine tune everything. <laughs> Thanks for having me from one koala to another. Welcome to the koala convention. Thank you. Koala club. Miranda, I was telling you yesterday about these little turtles they have here in Mexico where I'm staying that they release into the sea to give them the best shot of living because otherwise they get eaten by birds and such. And you you texted me back and you said, did you know that my nickname is turtle? And I went, one, I don't see the resemblance. (laughs) You don't? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's uncanny. Uh, and tell me, no, tell me about the provenance of the nickname Turtle, uh, what it refers to and who gave it to you. Well, I just like to do things slow and steady. I'm much more of a yoga girl than a runner. I love to just like take my time with things. Like I'm not like a fast mover. Um, so that's why I got the name Turtle. Actually, it was one of my trainers started calling me turtle because she tried to get me into boxing and I was like I'm just not really aggressive person I'm she's like okay turtle like you're all right I can like really lift some good moves and do some great back bends and I have a lot of strength but I like to do it slow and steady and I love turtles I was like you know what I'm gonna take that I like to be a turtle I much prefer that and you said, okay, hair. Yeah. You know who wins? The turtle. Tell me how you apply your turtle philosophy, which I do think will be a book you should write, in your, <laughs> in your day-to-day life. How do you? Just call me Turt. That will be the name of the book. Just, just tell me how you apply the turtle philosophy. Uh, number one in modeling, and then we'll get to Cora. When did you first start modeling? How old were you again? 13. And now I'm 38. Can you believe it? That's 25 years of posing. 25 years of being a posing turtle. Obviously, when you started out, you're not having a master plan when you're 13. I mean, you're, you're spontaneous and obviously you're, you're fun, uh, but you are methodical. How did you start to equate that with when, when you felt like you could have some control over your career? To be honest, with modeling, I felt like there wasn't that much control over my schedule. So it was really hard for me to, for instance, when my best friend was getting married and I'm like, sorry, my schedule, like it's really hard because I was trying to make hay while the sun was shining, living in New York, working six to seven days a week. I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that I would have had a long career like I've had. So I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to get my head down, 
my butt up and I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna work That's an Aussie thing it is it's an Aussie <laughs> thing it means I'm just gonna focus <laughs> and just do what I'm here to do and that was to work and I just really did that and then I got to a point after I had Flynn well actually when I was pregnant with Flynn I started to prioritize my time more and think to myself well actually I don't need to be doing all of these jobs I don't need to say yes to everything and it seems like my career is you know in a good place and I can be a little more selective about what I do and don't do and I can actually be a little more specific about you know if I want to shoot in New York or let's shoot in LA we can make that work if it's not going to work then that's okay as opposed to just saying like yep sure, I'm there, you know, for any of the modeling jobs. So after I had Flynn, my whole world shifted, but actually, and my career did too. And I launched Cora actually in 2009 in Australia, two years before Flynn was born. How do you think the industry has changed since you started and and how has your relationship to it changed? Oh my goodness. So I remember... When I first started modeling, 13, my first photo shoot, I get to the photo shoot because I was a runner-up in this Dolly magazine competition. (gasps) Teen magazine in Australia. Yeah. And I get there and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like a little girl from the country, totally oblivious to what is really going on in city life or the modeling world. And I look around at the makeup and all the all the makeup and I'm thinking what do they need all that makeup for and then all the hair tools and then all the clothes that were there and I remember thinking like wow do you think I could wear that dress and they were like no honey you have to wear what we tell you to wear and I was like really I always thought that as a model you get to pick your own clothes that was a bit of a hard-hitting truth (laughs) they were like no you're going to wear this brown top and I was like I don't really like brown and they were like well you're wearing it and actually the brown didn't look so bad after all but it was not going to be my first choice I'm more of like a colorful lady you have a a a pretty solid amount of control over your career now but what did that feel like sometimes when you were when in earlier days when it was like no you just have to do this and you went okay what does it feel like just to be be told sometimes and to not have any choice in the matter and if you felt uncomfortable about it well to be honest after that first situation where I was like oh then I kind of trusted the process I was like okay I get it I had that mental shift because the photos turned out better than anything I'd ever taken at home I was like okay maybe I should just trust these are the experts they know what they're doing once I actually finished school and I relocated I went to I moved to Japan when I was 18 and you were big in Japan you were huge in Japan yeah Japan I just love it there I lived there for three months and um I worked like crazy hours learned little bit of the language I was fascinated with the whole culture and I loved that whole experience but I was living in a model house with uh, I think like four to five different girls at a time in like a three-bedroom very small apartment one bathroom two beds in each 
bedroom, which was very tiny. And I think the challenging part was not being on top of the schedule. You'd go to all these castings, meet lots of people, and then you wouldn't know what was happening from one day to the next. Like if you were going to be working tomorrow, they would tell you at the end of the day, like, you know, you have a shoot tomorrow. You have to start at 6 a.m. and you're going out in the countryside. You have to catch a train and you just do it. I think what helped me so much was growing up and seeing my parents' work ethic because they have a very great work ethic and you just get in and you do it. You don't complain, you just do it. And I knew that I had this wonderful opportunity to travel the world, experience different cultures and meet people that were super creative. And so I just wanted to enjoy that and like make the most of it. But my friends who are still my friends now, like from primary school, they were the ones that kind of missed out on a lot of that time with me because I was always traveling around and I missed out on a lot of their special events, but they still love me just the same. Because you had your head down, bum up. That's right. Because I was just working away, doing my thing. And I do love a downward dog. I must say, going back to yoga, downward dog, head down, bum up, great. There's really a lot to be learned with your head down, bum up, guys. This is Australian sense of humor, so please don't take us too seriously. <laughs> you were a very successful commercial model and, and then high fashion went click, click, click. What other moments would you, would you say sort of uh, were signposts, success signposts? It was crazy because I'd been already working as a model for so long and I'd been very commercial and I wanted to do the high fashion stuff because if I'm doing something, I want to kind of do all of it. Like I don't want to just be pigeonholed and I felt pigeonholed for so long as a commercial model. So when Nicholas wanted me to be a part of his show, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I really enjoyed that and I loved the fact that at the same time, Willie Vanderpeer, photographer, shot me and that was more editorial and then around the same mm. time Stephen Mizell shot me for the cover of Italian Vogue. How did that change things? That was really transformational and I remember being on the shoot with Stephen Mizell and thinking oh my goodness this guy is such a creative genius out of all the photographers I've ever worked with in my whole career. He just knows light like no one else. He's so empathetic so he can like feel how you're feeling and like just kind of zone you into the pose or whatever he like shows you like how to pose he'll be like okay and then you're like okay and then he's like click 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 and then he's like next and I'm like whoa with the commercial side it would be like and then try this and then try this and then but with Stephen you never had to second guess because he's like okay yep got it perfect go next What I meant is he wouldn't make you do multiple different faces because he knew that that was exhausting the model to like have to go through this whole range of emotions. Right. And he knew in his mind what he wanted it to be. He's a true artist. And then as soon as the shot was done, he would print it out and put it up on the wall. like. And it's done. It's decisive. It would just look done. And you're like, how is that? And he had the best team, hair and makeup. and No, he's... Prima. Wait, do you have Christy Tellington Burns, who's a friend of, of mine and yours, I'm sure? I don't, I've never met her. You haven't met? No, okay, I would love to I meet her. I shall rectify this immediately. Especially since we both love yoga. Exactly, we're both bendy, so you need to be friends. 
she has a pose. She used to call it her best time ever face. Did you have like a thing that you could revert to? Yeah, what's yours? Well, the thing that people know me for is my wink. Oh, yeah. So how did we get the wink? I don't know. It just came one day when I was on set or I was walking down the Victoria's Secret runway show and at the end I like... So does everybody think you're like making a joke or like, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) It's just me like being cheeky. Or like just being a perv. How many times a day do you wink now? Oh, I don't know. I'm not really winking that much these days. (laughs) Maybe at the kids I'm like, listen to mum. Mum knows best. I used to do this at the bottom of a runway in a bikini, but just listen to your mother. What do you think about the changes in Victoria's Secret? The rebrand. I think it's awesome that they're branching out and there's a great diversity there. And I think that it's wonderful. I mean, I never, ever thought that I was going to be a Victoria's Secret model. I remember when I was, I went on a student exchange program when I was 16. I went to Virginia, this little Mm -hmm. town called Taswell in Virginia, And I stayed with a family there and they took me around a little bit in America. It was so long ago, it's hard to like remember the exact city I was in. But I remember she took me to a Victoria's Secret store. And the first time I had ever seen a Victoria's Secret store, I was just blown away. I was like, oh my goodness. What is this place? I've never seen anything like that before in my life. In Australia, we didn't grow up with that. It was like a candy land of underwear. It was so joyful and happy and fun and so many different selections of underwear that I never would have thought was even possible. That's just America (laughs) for you, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. When I moved to New York and I remember I went for a couple of castings for Victoria's Secret it didn't happen like straight away. And then I remember one of my first ever big photo shoots with them. I remember seeing Adriana Lima and just thinking, oh my God, she's so beautiful. What am I doing here? She's incredible. And then Carolina came around the corner and I was like, oh, wow. Oh, look Kurkova? at these. Yeah, Carolina Kurkova and, and Adriana Lima were on this shoot. And I was like, are they going to realize that I'm not supposed to be here? I just felt like I wasn't supposed to be there, but I was like, it's great that they think I'm supposed to be here, but these other girls are just so on this pedestal for me and it was interesting to be working with them and I just remember looking at them and then like trying not to stare. (laughs) So tell me about how ambitious are you? And then I'm going to get into Cora and then I'm going to get into more mummy stuff, but how, how ambitious are you? How much have you have has success mattered to you and in what ways do you want it now? It's a very good question. And one thing that all my friends will tell you about me, when we play any games, whether it be Monopoly or Risk or any card games or anything, I am the least competitive person. I just see it all as a bit of fun. And when I started modeling, I saw it as a bit of fun. I never took it too seriously because I thought, you know what, this is all going to end. It's great that they want to take my photo today, but tomorrow it could be all over. So just enjoy it while you can. So every day I was kind of like 
okay, I'm just going to go and I'm going to enjoy it. And along the way, when you go to a casting and obviously like there's so many like knockbacks that you get like, oh, you didn't get that one. You didn't get that one. You didn't get that one, but you got this one. So I said to myself, well, I'm not going to take it personally. If they want to use me, great. If they don't, then there are so many other things that I'm interested in, in my life, like that I want to do. Like I've always been interested in health and wellness and furthering my studies, doing that. I studied in Australia, I studied in New York. And then recently I did another study via Coursera, which was actually really cool. What's that? It's like online studies and Stanford had a course. And I just decided to sign up and do that because Evan went to Stanford and I thought it would be funny if I'm like, I just did a course through Stanford on health and wellness And he was so proud of me. He was like, oh, my God. I was like, now I've got a certificate too (laughs) from Stanford. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam where Wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to Ladies First with me, Laura Brown. I'm chatting with my pal Miranda Kerr, who has more crystals than the dark crystal. <laughs> you got how long have you been married for now? We're coming on to five years next year, married, yeah. You and Evan, Evan Spiegel. Evan Spiegel, everybody, uh, you might know him. He works in IT. Snapchat. He's an IT professional. If you have any problem with your computer, he can just come and fix it. <laughs> so you and Evan, and I have to tell this story because we were together when the two of you met, which was seven-ish years ago. So there was a dinner. It was a bit chilly. I was sitting next to one side of you, I think. And it was a dinner for Louis Vuitton at MoMA. It was all very swishy, and you're all up there in your little Louis Vuitton miniskirt looking all Louis Vuittoned out. And Evan was, I think, next to you on the other side or something. Glenda Bailey, my old boss, and our mutual friend was in the middle. And he got talking to you. But then you and I went to the bathroom, and, and you were talking about this guy, and he said, you know what? Like, he keeps calling me mama. Yeah, he did. That's so weird. Hi, mama. I was like, What? What are you talking about? And you were like, I'm not your mother. I, we're in the bathroom. I'm not his mother. Like sort of like just like <laughs> slightly just like going, who's this guy? Who's this guy? And now you're married with two children. So tell me, let's throw a bit of chum in the water for the kids that like to know this stuff. How's married life with in the, in the Evan Miranda universe? How's it going? Oh, you know what's great about Evan is he – is such a good person, like such a kind person. And he's such a, what's the word, when you just do exactly what you say you'll do. He's so committed. Man of his word. He inspires me every day to be better, a better person, a better mother, a better businesswoman. He brings out the best in me, which is incredible. And he says I do the same for him. It's just so comforting to know. 
And speaking of comforting, my favorite thing is going to bed every night because I love the way he hugs me and like he holds me and snuggles in. And he said that's his favorite part of the day too. So we're both busy people. He's still working from home in his office. And he works a billion hours a day. He's up 5.30 every morning, which means I'm up 5.30 every morning. He taught me to be a morning person which I'm very thankful for because normally I'm a night owl. Normally you're in the clubs. No, not necessarily in the clubs, (laughs) but I would just potter around the house at night. And like before I met him, I'd just stay up until it was late and then I'd wake up in the morning and be so tired. But now thanks to him, I go to bed early. Last night we went to bed at 8.30. (gasps) This is goals. And we were up at 5.30, but it was perfect. Couple goals. Couple goals. It's like, you know what? It's so good to have a partner that goes to bed early and wants to cuddle. It's great. This is it, guys. You know what I like about Evan? I've said this to you 5,000 times, but I'll say this for the the good of the the listeners listeners here. He has one of the easiest laughs. Oh, he does, doesn't he? He is always (laughs) just like quite happy to be there, you know? But he does think you're hilarious. He does. Oh, well. Well, good. One more thing on Evan and then I'll move on. But like, speaking to like his sort of dedication and, and getting things done, I love that story. I'm sure he's told the press 5,000 times. When he was a teenager and he wanted a computer and his mom said, oh, no, you have to build it. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to watch television growing up. He wasn't allowed to have a computer. And he's like, but I really want a computer. All the other kids at school have a computer. And she's like, well, if you want a computer, then you can have one if you build it. And he's like, okay, let's go to the store and get the parts and I'll build it. And she's like, okay. And then he built his computer. Hence Snapchat. Anyway, well done, everybody. Okay, speaking of empires, tell me a bit about Cora. Uh, 2009 Australia, you launched in what year in the States now and internationally? 2017. And how much of your day is on Cora stuff? It's most of the day now, right? Yeah, pretty much all day, every day. When you have a company, it's just that way. How many products do you have on the go at once? How many are you developing? How does that process work? Well, right now we just launched our little eye cream. So this is our Berry Bright Vitamin C eye cream. Comes in a glass jar with a refillable pod. So when you're done, which I'm almost done with mine, look at that, you keep the jar and just get the refill pod. And these are recyclable as well. So it's less waste, better for the environment. And then you have this beautiful jewel-like crystal-inspired jar. You are so on brand. And talking about Australians, this has kakadu plum, which is from Australia, one of the richest sources of vitamin C, and it has kangaroo paw flower. And kangaroo paw flower. That uh, flower, not the actual Not the actual paw of a kangaroo. We're vegan. Where, you know, cruelty-free, this is the kangaroo paw flower. And that strengthens that delicate eye area around here. So, Oh, God, because mine is delicate. Hang on, but the, the milky mushroom mask, mask, right? Is that a mask? Milky mushroom cleanser. What's the mask? Oh, my God, the turmeric mask. Yeah, everyone is obsessed yeah, with it. Everyone's going on about that now. It's like a facial in a tube. It's all you need. And Evan uses it. Every morning in the shower, I use it every other morning in the shower, use it as a scrub. It has peppermint in there, so it's very invigorating, the turmeric for the brightening, and then you have rosehip seeds for the physical exfoliation, papaya enzymes, aspen bark for that deeper exfoliating. Just to rub off all your sins. Yeah, 
it just makes you fresh. I think what the internet loved so much was obviously you enlisting Katy Perry as a spokesmodel. Oh, I love her. She's amazing. For Core Organics. So tell me about, like, obviously you got to know her through her being with Orlando, your uh, very amicable ex-husband. Yeah. And what about her do you love and why, why did you instantly get on? I remember Orlando telling me they started dating and he was living in Malibu and I was living in Malibu at the time. And he's like, do you want to come over and meet her? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. And I met her and we just clicked instantly, just so easily, like we had been friends before or something. And I had seen her out before, but not really had a conversation with her. Like I'd seen her at social events previously before they were together. And it just been like, hi, she's Katy Perry, you know, of course I'm going to say hi. We had a great conversation and she was just really down to earth and really was keeping it real and I was really into it and we just developed a friendship over the years and it's been really great and she's obsessed with our turmeric moisturizer that's why she wanted to do she wanted to she's like I want to do it I want to tell everyone about this and I was like oh, okay but you don't have to like that like don't feel like obligated she's like no it's transformed my skin and I want everyone to know about it and that's this one the Turmeric Glow Moisturizer. And this has just won an Alua Best of Beauty Award, along with the many other products. Like we have so many award winners, which I'm proud of as a proud mother. But yeah, this is great for any skin types because Katie has skin that can break out. So she was right. wanting to use a rich cream so she could get the glow, but she didn't want to have the breakout. Right. Right. And that's why she loves this because it gives her that glow without the breakout. The glow without the see, there's so many slogans here. Isn't it good to actually make something that works and your friends don't have to pretend that it's good? Yeah, I know. No, she <laughs> legitimately loves it. Are they, are they married? They're not yet, they're engaged, but they have a baby, Daisy. Beautiful baby. Step ish to Flynn, who's an absolute little legend. Your son. I love it when everybody's just modern. It's just great. Yeah. It's amazing. And you know what? Orlando and I, from day one when we separated, we have been very close, really good friends. I always have wanted the best for him. He's always wanted the best for me. And it's incredible that we've been able to find other partners who work really well with us because Evan and Orlando really get along just as well as Katie and I. So it's such a blessing. And it doesn't need to be any other way. It can be harmonious and you can be super kind and and I and I do feel lucky though it's all just so grown up okay I'm gonna do one more question then we're gonna do this thing called 10 first okay so what are you what are you proudest of professionally and personally I'm a proud mum I just love my children and I'm definitely proud of them because they're each so different they have their own little unique personalities as you know you've met them so I'm just a very proud mum and I'm, I love being a mother. Like that's something that gets me up in the morning in more ways than just one. <laughs> Even when you were breastfeeding for two years. Even when I was breastfeeding for two years. I actually really loved breastfeeding. It was very calming. You know, turtles like to sit, so it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Consistency is key. Oh, another another quick one before. Who would you say, you know, we go on a lot of, um, about badass women at InStyle. Who would you say is a badass? Oof, I think my mom's a badass. 
She's a total badass. Like no matter what anyone throws at her, she's got it. She could do anything. Even growing up, like it was always just like, well, you get knocked down, you get back up again. Like we had a restaurant, it got burned down by an arson attack. And she's like, okay, on with the next. Like we didn't have it insured. Like it wasn't like they lost a lot of money, but then she's like, okay, we're getting back up again. We're doing it. We're just, we're just moving on. Like she was not someone to sit down and be like, oh, poor me. She's a badass and she can play any sport. Do you want a game of golf? Yeah, I have a game of golf. Do you want to play tennis? Yeah, I play tennis. Do you want to play ping pong? Yeah. She would like beat you at everything. She doesn't even need to practice. I don't know. She's a badass. So in America, they say probably badass and in Australia, we'd, we'd say she's a bloody ledge. Ledge. If you're a ledge, just know you can be a badass, but a badass is almost as good as a ledge. But not quite. It's on the ledge of a ledge. I came around to Corey. You ready? I'm ready, Laura Brown. <laughs> Ten firsts. <laughs> okay, first drink you order. Oh, it depends, like, where I'm at or who I'm with. Yeah, just, like, what's your go-to? Um, I think last time I was with you, it was a margarita, wasn't it? It was. Does that speak to you? Yeah, it does. Evan got me into the margarita. <laughs> That's his drink of choice, but he doesn't really drink much, really, only on the holidays. He's so focused. I've heard about that. Okay, first thing you do when you wake up? Kiss my husband. That's really nice. First person you call? First person I call when what? With whatever. With news? Yeah. Always Evan. Then my mom. Nice. First joke you remember? That's actually one from my mom. It was, how do you catch a unique rabbit? How? Unique up on him. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Taught me a lot. Just words to live by. Okay, first and most recent fashion splurge, but especially your first one. What did you buy when you were like, ooh, I got it? Um, I think probably a blazer. What sort of blazer? Like a beautiful black blazer. I think it was from Zimmerman. Aussie brand very so that was like I've kind of I'm a professional working lady just kind of like I'm a cool girl with a denim skirt and a blazer just on my shoulders and like a little like boot heel I was trying to be cool like Kate Moss you know what what would be like your Kate Moss face I I could never do a Kate Moss I'm not cool enough for that you know I'm too commercial (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a commercial turtle okay (laughs) Okay. But I don't know if she could do the wink. Kate, can you do this? No. No one can do the wink like you. Do it again. Do it in slow-mo for me. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do the other eye? (laughs) Yeah, and the right's not as good. I remember they try to sometimes do the right on photo shoots and I'm like, it doesn't work. Same, this is my better side of my face. This side, no. Oh, yeah, though, that's hideous. Oh, actually, speaking of... Tips you learn about lighting as you've matured, put it that way. You were telling me a funny story about wanting to be front lit rather than side lit. Can you just expand on that? I could just I just can't stand when people try to side light my face. It's just hideous. <laughs> I just look like the biggest chipmunk you've ever seen. Like I have a very round face and as I get older, things start to drop a little bit and when you put a little side light in, it just amplifies it to the extent of, not bringing out the best in my face. <laughs> and, you know, I want the best results for everyone. And if people see a side lit photo of me, they'll be like, oh, who's that? 
So you just blast it from the front? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I'm fine with a little backlit too, but side lit, no. You can't do that. That's why I can't do cool because cool is side lit. You know, commercial is front lit. Okay, first, oh, this is good. First time you owned your shit. I think being a mother, you've really got to like own it fully. And when I gave birth to Flynn naturally without an epidural, I was like, yeah, I'm owning it. I'm like a mother bear and this feels good and empowering. Did you make bear noises? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's another story. Okay, first thing you do or eat if you're stressed out. I'm stressed out. I take a deep breath. I'm like four counts in and like five counts out. I don't really eat if I'm stressed out. I'm one of those people that if I get stressed, I don't eat that much. And the breathing helps? Even when I can't sleep at night, I do that. Mm, That feels good. Thank you. Yeah, Miranda Kerr, life coach, everybody. Okay, first thing you turn on. I am a certified life coach. (laughs) I'm a certified health coach. You're so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just come over here and I'll charge you up with my crystals. I know you will, darling. I've got to be there in a second. Okay, first thing you turn on TV. Oh, dear. We don't really watch TV around here. Not even anything. Not like a like a streamer or something. When we had a little vacation, someone told us to watch White Lotus and we watched it. It was quite good. It was funny. It's genius. Okay, your first date. First date with Evan? You know, I took him to a yoga class. He'd never done yoga before in his life. It wasn't any old yoga class. It was kundalini yoga with Guru Mukh. Yeah. And how did he go? I mean, he did great. I was in the background laughing because that's my, like, go-to when I'm nervous. I start giggling. And he did amazing. And I was just, like, in the background, like, hee, hee, hee. He's going to think I'm crazy because there's so much chanting. And, like, I didn't even realize because I'd been doing it since I was 18. Right. And then it was the first time I'd taken someone on a date to yoga. But he's like, what are you doing today? And I was like, I'm I'm so excited. I'm going to see Guru Mook and do yoga and so good for the nervous system. And he's like, oh, that sounds great. Can I come? And I was like, sure. (laughs) So that was our first date. You know what? I have noticed that straight men seem to enjoy yoga and ladies who do it. Yeah. I know. It's a crazy theory. It's a crazy theory. It just just tends to work for them. Now, first thing you would do on a day to yourself, a perfect day, what would that be? Probably some yoga. I love my yoga. I love a headstand. I love a backbend. It just, it feels like heart opening, expansive. And that's when the turtle puts her head down and her bum up. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and scene. Thank you, Miranda Carr. Ladies first. Everybody, we're here all week. We're here all week. We'll see ourselves out. You're good. We'll see yeah. ourselves out. Thank you. Thanks for joining me and Miranda Kerr. Come back next week for more ladies and more firsts. This has been Ladies First with Laura Brown. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us so you don't miss an episode. And we love your feedback. If you could please rate us and leave us a review and make me feel loved, that'd be great. Thanks to our production team at Pod People, Rachel King, Matt Sav, Danielle Roth, Anne Ford, Anne Kane, and Andy Bosnack. And thanks to Brian Anstey, Molly Stout, and Haley Mason at InStyle. You can find out more at InStyle.com. 
Find us on Instagram at InStyle Magazine, on Twitter at InStyle, and you can find me on Insta and Twitter at LauraBrand99.